And there weren't special things for kids the way they are now. Like, we would just go see movies, any movie. Like, Back to the Future. That was a movie, like, everyone could see. Kids could kind of see it. Great movie, right? I rewatched it recently. It's a very weird movie. <laughs> Marty McFly is a 17-year-old high school student whose best friend is a disgraced nuclear physicist. <laughs> and I shit you not, they never explain how they became friends. They never explain it. There's not, not even in a lazy way, like, hey, remember when we met in the science building? Like, they don't even do that. And we were all fine with it. We were just like, what, who's his best friend? A disgraced nuclear physicist. All right, proceed. <laughs> what a strange movie to sell to be a family movie. Two guys had to go in and do that. They had to be like, okay, we got an idea for the next big family action comedy. All right, it's about a guy named Marty, and he's very lazy. He's always sleeping late. Okay, is he, is he cool like Ferris Bueller? No. <laughs> but he does have this best friend who's, you know, a disgraced <laughs> nuclear physicist. I'm confused here. This best friend, this is another student, or oh, no, 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 no. No, this guy's either like 40 or 80. Like, we, even we don't know how old this guy's supposed to be. But one day, the boy and the scientist, they go back in time and they build a time machine. Whoa! Okay, I think I see where you're going here. They build a time machine and they go back in time and they stop the Kennedy assassination. Ah. Oh, wow, that's a really good idea. I mean, we didn't even think of that. All right, well, what do they do with the time machine? Well, now I'm embarrassed to say. <laughs> oh, no, no, all right, all right, all right. We thought, ah, we thought it would be funny, you know, if the boy, if he went back in time and, you know, he tried to fuck his mom. <laughs> I don't know. We thought that'd be fun for people. But no, no, good point. No, he doesn't get to. He doesn't get to. But because this family friend named Biff, he comes in and he tries to rape the mom in front of the son. The dad's got to beat the rapist off of her. And also we're going to imply that a white man wrote Johnny B. Good. So we're going to take that away from him. <laughs> well, this is the best movie idea I have ever heard in my life. We're going to make three of them. Right, then let's get it on what's going on everybody welcome to this level of all up in your geek the best hour of your week you are welcome and with me as always money here live on tape play i'll be honest i'm a little short on google this week but i'll give you what i got from <laughs> nailed it <laughs> D-Money has crashed the mothership. Fantastic. One, two, one, two, three. <laughs> and this is Captain Flash Rodman piloting the SSS Ninja Bitch Mode, setting your course for fun. Ah! And this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo, coming to you from the All Up In Your Geek studio. And before we geek up, this week's Let's Geek Up is brought to you by Cat House Gin. It's delicious. I've had a gin and tonic. I'm feeling good. And now, let's geek up. Settle up your horses. So emails. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me wanna wag my tail When it comes, I wanna will <laughs> Straight to the sack Oh yeah I wanted to chime in on your discussion about the releases of shows Sorry Flash, but I have to agree with money here As adults, we should be able to digest content as we see fit if you're a fan of the slow burn, then just watch an episode a week. 
if you're a fan of binging, binge away. If you go the Mandalorian route, then those who may have the time have no choice but to wait. But if you go with the Cobra Kai method, the viewer can watch on their schedule. Don't be a pussy. Release everything at once. Sincerely, don't tell me when to watch. Well, I think... Well, you can go ahead and fuck off tell you when to watch. No, I'm just kidding. No, he makes a good point. Um, This is something we we didn't talk about, but you could still be a fan of the slow burn when all the content is released at once and watch it as you see fit. Watch an episode a week. Yeah, but the only thing about that and what I kind of brought up last week was that, you know, someone, I think the chances of spoiling, um, if you prefer the, the slow burn increase, cause somebody could just plow right through it and just be like, Hey, guess what? At the end, Daniel Russo takes a shit in Johnny Lawrence's mouth. And it's like, Oh great. You know, I was trying to, you know, spread it out for myself and now I can't, but okay. look, I, I said, um, I totally see both sides. I was just kind of telling you, and, and I like binging too. I, I do. And I have, but, you know, I think when I, you know, when I was given my opinion, when I thought about it, I, I, I sort of liked being able to digest and having something to look forward to were sort of the points that I brought up. Um, you know, I still say it depends on the um, on the length of the episode. I think that they can do it for a Cobra Kai because it's 32 minutes and it wouldn't work the same for the Mandalorian because it's almost an hour. It's not quite an hour, just past 45 minutes. Um, and I, I think that's, that might be, that might be the cutoff, um, for doing it that way. And, and Bob's right. You can release everything in one shot. Um, but the, if you're really into something and it comes out in one shot and you want to be disciplined or whatever you want to do and just watch it, you know, one a week or one every other day or however you're going to watch it, uh, the chance of spoiler is much, much higher. And I don't personally like spoilers but um and i know there's people who do and people who don't you know uh but i do think that however you want to watch is however you want to watch it just it depends on what the streaming service wants to do and that's up to them yeah i think you both make good points i still think i prefer my own schedule being able to watch when i want and and not having to worry about it but but that's largely because of where i am in my life i don't have the time to set aside every Friday or every Saturday and watch for an hour at this time. And so I get it. I mean, I don't think you guys are necessarily wrong. I think you said it best. It's just a a personal thing. It's going to be different for everybody. Right. I see values in both, but I think generally speaking, I would pick the binge over the slow burn. But that, is our mail stack for the week. So, Bob, do me a solid here and conquer my mountain. Oh, it will be conquered. Because that light sack was brought to you by the new novel from R.S. Danker, To Conquer a Mountain, the exciting tale of one man's road to redemption, available right now on Amazon.com. Boom. So, gentlemen... Two things, Lou, two things that I know you love. Bob, I'm not sure where you stand on Ubisoft. Oh, when you said two things I love, I thought you were talking about boobies. (laughs) (laughs) Ubisoft is making an open world Star Wars game. Oh, yes. Indeed. Say you, gentlemen. You know, that was actually one of the things I wanted to bring up. I read it a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I was pretty excited about it because EA has completely screwed the pooch, in my opinion, when it comes to Star Wars video games. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the is there anything they haven't botched? Madden. Nail <laughs> <laughs> it every year. Um, you know, uh, the last one that they did was redeeming. Um, they, it, you know, it had a good character. It had a good story. It was very, very glitchy. Um, yeah. And, and you could see a lot of those glitches a lot more as you progressed in the game. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they, they had that. They had Battlefront 2, which was decent. 
but not nearly as good as the Battlefront games from the PS2 because those games were amazing. Um, so I, I think it's time, and I'm glad that they're. I'm glad that not only is their time up, and they're actually letting it go and not going to renew it, but I'm equally as excited that Ubisoft is picking it up because Ubisoft, in my opinion, makes some really good games. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I think. Yeah. I think I'm definitely with with Lou on this one. Um. Yeah, I was pretty excited to, to hear about it. And yes, I was, uh, yeah, I was um, hopefully optimistic that, you know, Ubisoft's kind of going to take the reins on this. Um, but but yeah, because um, this partnership with EA is, has not been so great. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the the first Battlefront game came with my PS4 and <clears throat> it looked, look, they've looked amazing. Yes. They've looked amazing. One right. of the best looking games I think there was. So from that perspective, they were great. But the but other than that, for me, it kind of sucked. And that first one was a joke because, like, in, unless you were playing with people online, there was nothing to do. Right. And that's the one that I got. Mm-hmm. It's like, great. It's like I go online, I get shot in the head in two seconds. And it's like, okay, great. Next game. So that one sucked. They they tried to fix it with the second one. Um, and I played through the campaign. And it wasn't bad. But it wasn't anything great either. Yeah, and I And I just finished the, the Fallen Order. Which of the you know the ones that they made, you know was it was pretty decent, but uh, definitely in terms of story and and like you said, character was good. But but yeah, it was very it was very buggy and glitchy, and mm-hmm. and I also didn't think that Souls format fit best with Star Wars, in my opinion. I think it's it's good and it has its place, but when I'm a Jedi, I kind of want to be like kick ass. I don't mm-hmm. want to like have my ass handed to me by like random fucking uh goon number one so <laughs> although i did hear this i i do have the squadrons and i heard that was pretty good i haven't played that one yet mm-hmm. um so that might be cool but honestly i think this this new game could probably be very very good because some of my favorite star wars games was you know the knights of the republic you know which were you know the rpgs and while yep. they were not open world they were you know pretty expansive and you know an rpg and you went to different planets and you explored and you talked and like to me that was the most interesting and and cool in the world of star wars so i think this is a natural progression and this is kind of where we are now with you know big Mm -hmm. open world games and to sort of marry that with star wars has the potential to be uh pretty kick-ass and i'm on board well wait a minute hold hold on a second you finished fallen order fallen oh yes when yeah. the hell did this happen? You didn't tell me about this. Oh, happy new year, Lou. I've been so waiting finished... forever. Yeah. Well, uh, our good friend of the mm-hmm. show, uh, Chris, uh, recommended, because um, cause actually, avid listener Ryan was like, hey, you should get Fallen Orders, $25. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, Ryan, because I want it for 20 and under. And then our good friend Chris chimed in. And he said, hey, why don't you get the EA Play? Because you can get it for a month. I think it's like it was five or ten bucks, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Fallen Order is on there. And if you could, you know, finish it within that month, you know, that's the cheapest way to go. And I said, damn, Chris, you are correct. And that is a great <laughs> idea. And that's exactly what I did. I paid for the EA Play for one month. I downloaded the Fallen Order. Uh, I forced myself to, I mean, I didn't force myself, but I, I focused on finishing just that game within that time period. And yeah, I just finished it. I canceled my EA Play, and boom, that well, was a great deal. Well, hold on a second. This is this is a developing story here. So you played <laughs> through the whole game, you finished yes. the game, and I'm going to preface what I'm gonna what I'm about to say with a spoiler alert. But mm-hmm. what did you think of the twist at the end? Yeah. Wait a what? <laughs> what? What? I'm gonna play it. You're gonna play what? Fallen Order. No, you're not. No, you're not. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> sit on a mothership of lies. <laughs> no, I I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Although I did kind of spoil it for myself because I there was an article and I read that you know Vader did pop <clears throat> up, so I I did you know there you go gotcha. spoilers. But it was still pretty fucking awesome. And when he showed up, that was really cool. And then sort of trying to run from him at the end instead of fight him, I thought was, was, was kind of badass. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, in terms of that, I, for, again, that uh, 
the story I was definitely into and the and that character, the Cal Kestis character was was cool and and that whole thing I was definitely down. I was down with it. Um but again, yeah, it was very there was a lot of buggy things and glitchy things and things popping in and popping out and textures coming and going and right. I mean nothing nothing was game breaking though. I will say that. Nothing broke the game. I agree. But it just it just it, they were kind of eyesores and it kind of stuck out and I'm like, "Hey, aren't you guys like a big budget fucking studio? I mean, this isn't like some indie developer start, you know." Exactly. This is like fucking EA and it and it, and I I'm playing this game I don't know how many, you know, year or two later, you know, and it's still it's still there. It's not like they even fucking fixed any of that shit. I don't but, know. I don't know if the Star Wars franchise was just a priority for them. I think they had it and they did a couple of things just right. to use the name. Which is probably mm-hmm. why they're not picking up the license again. So yeah, I guess they yeah they don't give a shit. You know they tried to you know take it make a buck and now they're done with it and and right. and that's it. But but I mean I still I still kind of enjoy the game. It was mm-hmm. I mean I uh, it was frustrating. I did play it on normal. I didn't drop it. I right. didn't Me drop either. it on easy. Mm-hmm. I did play it on normal. Uh, there was a couple of parts that were very hard and i mean not hard but annoying and frustrating and i did die a lot um until i it it takes a while to get the hang of that game Mm -hmm. and again i'm not like a souls player so i think that didn't help um but i did i did pick it up and towards the end it it, i was sort of getting the hanging hang of it so okay you know yeah it it was cool and you know for what i paid i was hey i thought that was cool but i i am definitely looking forward to this open world one this could this could potentially be one of the best star wars games Period. Now, here in in looking at this this story and reading about you know this open world game um, or Star Wars game, sorry. In addition to a open world Star Wars game, and I don't know if money would have much input on something like this. Maybe he would. I don't know. But what are the top three Star Wars games that you would like to see resurface if some if Ubisoft or another company or whatever? picks up this franchise and starts making games again we'll let money we'll we'll let money go first yeah you go first money (laughs) star wars battlefront for the n64 okay that wasn't a game (laughs) (laughs) try again pod racer for 64 (laughs) right (laughs) the third person action adventure for the uh for the 64 shadows of shadows of the empire there you go. That's the. That's what I said. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like that game. That was a good game. The only one on the N sixty four. The only good game that is. Uh no negative. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah for me I would you know I think I've talked about it before um but definitely you know the the Knights Knights of the Old Republic um I would say even one and two uh, they they are crying crying for you know uh, like a a remake you know I like I think re- remake I think you know I would definitely keep the story the same mm-hmm. I would keep the story mistake the same you know definitely have it like an RPG I wouldn't change that I would kind of keep it I mean, it was it was a turn based RPG but things were kind of sort of happening in real time it was a weird kind of hybrid yeah. you know the way that they did it back then so i would sort of keep that the same i wouldn't mess with it i didn't i don't think i would want to do like a final fantasy 7 where it turns into like you know like an action rpg i wouldn't i don't want i still would want to turn based and i still would keep the story the same um but it definitely needs a facelift it needs a you know a nice coat of paint mm-hmm. on it and you know maybe some quality of life improvements um and kind of smooth out you know, that, that turn-based battle system. Also, too, with Part 2, there was a lot of things that got scrapped from what I, I read and understood, that there was a lot of things. There was yeah. something with, like, a like a droid factory or something yep. else that got cut. And I would that would be fantastic to throw that back in, you know, when, when they did, did a, re, a remake. Um, I think that would be awesome. I would also like to – so that's number one. I'm just putting one and two together. That's number one. Mm. Number two, I would really like to see come back the you know the the X-wing and Tie Fighter series, I mean those games were fucking great and they were like for the DOS you know fucking 500 years ago but they were really awesome you know air combat kind of games and to maybe kind of bring them back in some way or give them a, a fresh coat of paint or or facelift or would be cool um, right. so I, I would say that 
and also to the um you know the the Jedi Knight series too um you know the Jedi Knight 2 and Outcast um and and Jedi Academy the, those those games I thought were awesome and for for the time and even the um the what was it uh it was Jedi Dark Dark Forces Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2 sorry right that mm-hmm. one was only on the PC and yeah. it never got a console release and I played it on the PC that was when I got my my awesome high tech compact computer <laughs> from computers <laughs> from uh, Circuit City, whatever. I was like, yeah, now I can finally play uh, Dark Forces 2. And I fired it up and I played through the whole game. And I thought that was awesome. And I would love to maybe see those come come back in, in some way, shape, or form. Right. Um, especially during that, – that game came out during the dark times, you know, when there was no hope of any new Star Wars. And, we, you know, other than the books, there, that was it. So for me, that was like almost like playing a, a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. So those are the three I'd like to see come back. You know, I think I'm I'm with you on the Knights of the Old Republic. I love that series. And, you know, I bought the original one and I was hesitant to play it because it was an RPG. Um, so it sat for a good two weeks before I actually opened it. And then once I opened it and played it, I couldn't put it down. Uh, the yeah. game was just amazing. So I actually would like to I would like to see a third game. Just, you know, yeah. keep the story going. But make it a third one. And if you want to throw a package deal and do like a fucking definitive collection and put all three in one bundle, I'll fucking buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I have one and two on my Xbox still. Yeah, me too. But I would still buy it there, if, especially if they remaster it. Oh, it, it would be it would be amazing. Um, you know, with the with the talk of and that's my number one also for number two, given everything that's going on now. If it's going to be an open world, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a Mandalorian video game or a Bounty Hunter video yeah. game and do it right. Not like that PS2 garbage. Um, <laughs> what I, do you mean? <laughs> oh, dude, that game was rough. Um, yeah. You know, it was cool to play as, as Jango Fett, but the games, the controls were not tight. A lot, the shooting mechanics weren't there. It controlled too much like a first person from a third person view. And they seem to have nailed that format in other games now. But back then, it was just not working at all. Um, yeah. So I would like to see that aspect of Star Wars covered um, really well in, in Lucas games. I think that they that that's the Mandalorians and Bounty Hunters, however you want to look at it. The, that particular uh, class of, of character has been touched on in so many different faucets, but not a good playable video game. And I'd like to see that. Um, and as a third one, you know what? I really enjoyed uh, Republic Commando. I'd like to see another Republic Commando. Dude, I'm so glad you say that because as you were talking, I was in the back of my mind, I'm like, shit, I forgot Republic Commando. <laughs> and absolutely, I'm 100% on board. Another game that was criminally underrated and needed a sequel. So yes, Republic yeah. Commando. That game looked really good for its time. It controlled very well. I liked the whole squad, um, you know, squad-based action where you could kind of control a squad of 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 stormtroopers. It was really good, and yes, I I played the shit out of that game. I'm not, I can't remember now if I ever finished it, but I know there was a I played that I, game for a good like three or four months, and it was just fun to play. No, every, uh, no, every I, trooper it had its fun to play. Yeah, uh, yes, I did finish it, and that was, it was something that I didn't think I was gonna love. But by the time I ended it, mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, this was fantastic! One of the, you know, better Star Wars games I ever played." Yeah, so I'd like to see that come back, and maybe maybe they throw in like you know, a uh, like a Clone Wars troop or something, or maybe they take that same concept of. Um, Republic Commando and apply it to like a Bad Batch video game that would be pretty cool but yes. in some way shape or form I would like to see that type of Star Wars game made again because I thought it did really well no absolutely yeah you, I, I agree with all three of your choices and and yeah as I'm thinking about it too it's like how crazy is that that like the you know one of the biggest shows there is is like the Mandalorian and there's no no video game tie in exactly. at all Right, it's kind of crazy. Although you know, you know, I read a few weeks ago that the uh, and I don't know if we discussed this or not. Maybe we just you know in conversation off air we did the um, the director I think it is of the God of War series said he would like to do a Mandalorian video game. So no. I mean that that's big news. Yeah, it doesn't mean would... shit, but I mean if right. that happened, that would be big news. <laughs> yeah, you know. 
So I, I, I think there's a desire for that open world type of game with a Mandalorian character, and, and I hope that's what we're looking at. If this if this announcement of an open world Star Wars game turned out to be that, I would not be upset about it at all. No shit, that'd be that'd be awesome. That would that would I, and I think that would be a really good and perfect fit, mm-hmm. you know, to you know have that format with that character because you know what what better you know excuse to kind of run around the open world as you know fucking uh, you know grabbing bounties and saving Grogu's and yeah you know exactly. I wouldn't even. Non-Jawas. I wouldn't even mind if they did like a Darth Maul video game, like an origin video game of Darth Maul. That'd be badass. Dude, that that there was one planned. They even had yeah. like some footage of exactly. it. That, it looked awesome. I was I was pissed off that it was scrapped actually because it looked really cool. They were supposed to do that thirteen thirteen one also, which was like their underground yes. one, which would have probably uh, might have had a bounty hunter character, and it never came to fruition either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, well, thank you, Money, for bringing that up because you know we love Star Wars. Yeah, and I needed a nap, so uh, it all worked out. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, anytime Money gets tired, he's like, hey, guys, what about Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> all That's right, Babo, you're up. Oh, shit. Well, I don't know if you heard, guys, but... uh. Batista's offering twenty thousand dollars to anyone who knows <laughs> anybody who's who can give uh, evidence of someone who's defaced a manatee. Who's defaced really? what? A manatee. You didn't. You heard didn't me. Mean- I I don't I don't know what this is. What what are we talking about? You don't know the manatee? Oh, you, no. You haven't heard? I have not heard. Okay. Okay. Bob. Oh shit. Well, all right. I will. I will elaborate. Fill, fill me in, Hang please. On. Okay. You should Hang probably on. start describing what a manatee is to Lou. Oh, it is a seafaring mammal. <laughs> well. Okay. You, you really don't know what a manatee is. <laughs> I really don't. I'm not. Uh, this is the first time that I'm hearing this term. Really? Yes. Well, they're, oh, they're it's walrus-looking yes. creatures. Okay. Yes. That is true. Um, and they're like endangered. Um, yeah. I, 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 okay. Yeah. So here it is. Batista offers twenty thousand dollar reward for arrest of Trump fan animal abusers. So, some asshole. Sorry, what was that? I said some asshole scraped or carved yes word Trump into the back of a manatee. What? Right. Yes. Don't ask me how they found this fucking creature after it happened. I don't know the whole story behind it. Right. Where was this creature? Was this creature in a zoo or like in the middle of the fucking ocean? Like what? What? I thought it was in the ocean. I saw the article. I didn't read it. So I'm willfully ignorant once again. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it was in Florida. I know that it was in, it was in Florida and Batista uh, went on social media and said, if, uh, and I quote, if there's not already a reward for the arrest and conviction of the low life scummy, maggots that did this i'll throw in twenty thousand, and i promise there'll be a bonus to that reward wow i'm i'm still amazed that someone was able to track this animal down and right. hold it down i'm gonna ima- i would imagine it's not a small animal to be well, able I think to pretty big. yeah to be able to sure. carve the name trump in the back of it and get that done like that is well, what the fuck? I mean, I- I'm not political at all. I don't give half right. a shit about either party, but I do love animals. And how fucking sick and twisted do you have to be to, first of all, do something like that? And right. second of all, think it will have any effect whatsoever. Yeah. Like, why would you Why would you think that hunting down an, an animal and carving 
Trump's name into it and then leaving it somewhere for people to see. I'm assuming that's what happened because otherwise, who the fuck else is going to see this in the middle of nowhere? Right. Why would that have any impact on any of the political climate that's going on right now other than pissing people off more than they already are? Right. And Bob, was was the manatee alive? Afterwards, well, I see a picture like um, there is a, a picture. It looks like it's still underwater um, mm-hmm. and you could see, you know, where they yeah, where they kind of scraped off, you know, the the barnacles or, or whatever with Trump. And it, it's underwater. But from what I was reading is that, you know, it's like really harmful to the manatees because they they need those, you know, it's part of their, mm-hmm. uh, you know, makeup to kind of survive or whatever. So like. You know, you're really just fucking up the animal um, with that. And they are already endangered, you know, because of, you know, uh, motorboats and all that. They, you know, they they're low numbers. So and they're sort of helpful, you know, uh, animal to that environment. Um, So it's yeah, it's really, really fucked up. It's you know know who should be endangered? Human beings. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because we fuck everything up if something's going well just put it in the hands of a human being and they'll take care of it they will fuck it up beyond all recognition it's it's true it's it's really sad but but it's really true and i I don't know man it just seems like more and more like the 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 ratio of assholes to non-assholes it's really it's becoming unbalanced in favor of the assholes yeah it's just becoming overwhelming it's almost making me want to not call myself an asshole anymore. I've kind of prided myself on being an asshole. And now I'm like, wait a minute. These guys are making me look bad. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a whole other level of yeah. asshole. That's you unbelievable. Know? I, I don't... I. It's sad. It is. It really it's, is. It is. Yeah. It's very sad. I, I, there's no other word I can think of. Like, I'm, I'm really fucking dumbfounded by this shit. No, definitely. And it just, I don't know, it just stood stood out to me. I'm just like, wait a minute, what's, you know, what's going on? And then, you know, I, I sort of read about it and I was like, shit, I'm like, that's really fucked up. And, and I, yeah, I'm really with Batista on this. Like, fuck that guy, you know, yeah. like, like seriously give, you know, find him, give him a rock bottom, a, a tombstone power driver. Or, you know, <laughs> I, I don't even remember what fucking Batista's finisher was. The, the Batista give bomb. Him that. Batista <laughs> bomb. There you go. Give him one of those, those the two. Bat- the Batista botch. <laughs> you know, That's... I almost want to tell him I did it just so it will beat my ass. <laughs> what? <Right? laughs> right. <laughs> I just want him to beat my ass. That's all I want. Batista, please beat my ass. <laughs> oh my god. No, I, it's unbelievable. It really is. It's very sad the way humanity it, just the, the the downward trajectory that the human race is on. It's very sobering. It's very somber. It, it's it's just downright sad and pathetic. And why anyone would do this to make a political statement at all about anyone. And again, I support no party. I'm not even registered to vote. I have no dog in this race. I have no manatee in this race. <laughs> but it, it's just... It's just very, very sad to me. I don't know how else to say it. I wish humans were better at being human. Well, continuing with assholes, I don't know if you heard this guy about this other guy, a postal worker caught stealing PlayStation and Nintendo consoles. Yes. Wow. All right. So, yeah. Uh, In the fine tradition of douchebaggery, a USPS supervisor in Middleton, Connecticut, has been sentenced to nine months of home confinement, and look at this, a $20,000 fine, after being caught stealing items like iPhones, PlayStation, and Nintendo gaming devices. So my thing is, <laughs> this motherfucker gets nine months of house arrest to stay home and play with the shit that he stole? Sure. Wait, wait. wait I can do you one better, Lou. They gave him house arrest in a fucking pandemic. Yeah, big punishment. Aren't we all on house arrest? Yes. <laughs> what a douchebag. Not only the guy who did it, but the judge who sentenced him. What a douchebag. Well, the 34-year-old Sohib Dura is, has since resigned from the U.S. Postal <laughs> Service and uh, was 
caught following, uh, following an investigation by the U.S. Postal Service and Inspector General who found that between the months of February and April 2020, he stole numerous packages, including an Apple computer, PlayStation, and Nintendo gaming device. Oh, and also an iPhone and footwear and clothing items. So when you didn't get your PS5, you can thank Zoheeb because he stole your shit. <laughs> but wait a minute. Wait a minute. When did he get the PS5? The PS5 wasn't around in April last year. Look, it's it's it sounds better if I say PS5. <laughs> <laughs> Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It just goes to what I was just talking about. It's very, very sad where we are for real it really is i tell people all the time i prefer my dogs to people (laughs) it's true this is the reason why i mean dogs are compared to people at least capable of unconditional love and we are not capable of that as much as we love to say that we are and oh i love my kids and my wife and my parents no matter what it's bullshit you wouldn't love your parents if they kicked you down the stairs every fucking day. You wouldn't love your your wife if she slept around. You wouldn't love your kids if they stole your shit. We conditionally love. That's what we do. Your, your dog, however, you kick that motherfucker in the face and knock him down the stairs, and that little son of a bitch gets up, runs right back up the stairs, and starts loving you again. So You, I need, don't, you I'm, need to stop kicking your dogs down the stairs. <laughs> The the mere thought of my dogs being hurt is nauseating to me. I agree. I I would lay down in traffic. I understand. I understand. Yeah, there's people, there are people out here, like money, good people, who are paying double the price for just one. And this (laughs) guy, (laughs) this guy is just taking them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that will do it for Flash Rosman's uh, douchebag corner. Back to you guys. <laughs> well, you know, sticking with the um, with the whole Ubisoft thing, a couple of weeks ago, it was reported that Ubisoft might be in some type of deal with Xbox Game Pass. So Ubisoft games would be available just like Bethesda games and Microsoft games on the Xbox Game Pass for the whatever the subscription price was and you're not paying anything additional for the mm-hmm. game. Um, now, that was a rumor and I believe it still is because I've not seen any confirmation that there's any exclusivity with Ubisoft games on the Game Pass like there was with Bethesda. Um, but... I have read other articles that suggest that Microsoft has reached out to every damn third-party developer <laughs> to try to get some type of deal to have some type of games at some point yeah. available on the Game Pass. Um, I I think that's a really good fucking move. Like I've I subscribe to the service. I have Game Pass, and I've downloaded some of the games from there. I've played some of the games from there. They got some quality games. You know, they, they cycle them out. Um, but you can get a good amount of games downloaded and played and try out games that either you wanted to get, but it was too much or something that something new that you thought about playing, but you didn't want to pay for. I think this is a really good fucking service. Yeah, that's one of the things as a not xbox owner that i am kind of envious of because i i i do think that that is a great service and there is a lot of cool stuff on there and a lot of cool stuff on there that i that i kind of wanted or or i'm planning to buy and you know i wouldn't have to because it would be sort of included in that service so that i mean that is one thing that it seems that microsoft is is doing really well is is that game pass i think microsoft botched this from the beginning from the release of the original xbox if they would have just stayed out of the hardware market Mm -hmm. and focused on the online experience, which is where gaming was going back in the early 2000s and just skipped the idea for Xbox altogether and went to Sony and said, look, we're going to take over your online operations, head it from the the bottom up. Everybody would be making money hand over fist. Mm -hmm. And there would, I I still, the whole Microsoft versus Sony thing doesn't, 
sit well with me because I don't think it's I, – I think they cater to different markets. So I don't think they make each other better. I don't think it's it's your, your typical competition where each one has to up their game to defeat the other one. I don't see that mm-hmm. when I look at this comparison. I see two entirely different machines who do enough similar things that people are – sort of illusioned or tricked into believing there's a competition when there's really right. not. And I, I think that's I think that's where it comes in. I don't think that these companies have ever planned to rival each other the way that the gamers think that they do. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I remember younger Puerto Rican judo playing video games got caught up in, you know, the whole console thing. And as I got older, like, I, I guess I just really don't give a shit, you know? I, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter if one processes something faster than the other or if one has a feature or the other. Um, I'm either going to buy both or I'm going to buy one. Like, it, it doesn't even matter at this point. Um, and, I, you know, I don't know if... I, I don't know if they... I don't know if the people that they cater are that different. Um but it doesn't even seem like the two companies seem to give a shit about what the other's doing. So you would think that if they were really rivaling and they were really looking to one up the next one, that they would be talking it up also. And they're not like, you know, Sony is not even thinking about what Microsoft is doing is not even thinking about challenging the game pass. And similarly, Xbox, Microsoft is like, they do whatever they want. This is where we're focused and this is where we're going. So maybe you're right, because now they seem to be focusing on this online aspect of it. And if they would have done it a few years ago, maybe all of us would have been uh, making out a lot better. We wouldn't have so much exclusivity and we wouldn't have all this nonsense. Well, the toxicity would always be there, but... Well, we, yeah. Yeah. That's it doesn't game. matter, because Google Stadia will be the number one <laughs> gaming platform of all time, making every other console irrelevant. <laughs> Don't forget about the Amazon Luna. <laughs> and Luna's coming, baby. It's coming. Well, we I would mean, all you know, have better gaming experiences if the two worked together in conjunction. Uh-huh. Rather than this, I don't know, this facade of a competition. Oh, this one's better. No, this one's better. And it's like, well, you play totally different games. So why wouldn't you, I mean, if you can afford it, why wouldn't you have both? If you like all types of games, I mean, for somebody like me, I just have no interest in Microsoft's catalog of gaming. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure the opposite could be true for somebody who's interested in shooters and racing titles and shit like that. They're just not interested by PlayStation. I I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Cause I have to say as an Xbox guy myself, in looking at the titles that PS5 has versus what the Xbox One X is supposedly offering, the PS5 right now seems like a much better deal. Like, mm-hmm. this yeah. Game Pass is great, and if it wasn't for the fact that I was already vested into this Game Pass, um, it might be an easier decision for me to get a PS5. I, I like the PS5 exclusives. I've always said that I think PlayStation has got some of the better exclusives. There are a couple of titles that Microsoft has that are exclusive to them that I really enjoy, like a Gears of War. There are other titles like Halo and Forza that other people enjoy, and those are really good games. But when you take those three titles and you put them up against like a God of War, The Last of Us, um, you know, most recently Ghost of Tsushima, um, Days Gone, and things like that, there are um, the Uncharted series. There are games that I don't think my, those exclusives that Microsoft can't match and have been some of the best produced, uh, story driven games in the last 10 years. Aren't they undermining themselves though? Who? If I under Microsoft, if I understood this correctly, you do not need a next generation Xbox to play. You can play the game pass on anything. Can't you? You can play the game pass on the current. I'm sorry. On the, on the Xbox one X or S and on the Xbox ones. I don't think you can do it before that, but you they also have Xbox game pass on PC. And I was just going to say that. Can't you play it on PC as well? I don't know if all the games are available. I, I don't think the console games are available on PC. I'll look it up. I'm not sure. I think they are moving to an all 
cross-platform. Let me let me look that up. But and and I'm sure phones in three to five years are going to be able to play that shit too. Yeah, well, they're already working on that xCloud shit where you know, and people are testing it and saying it's working great. Where they pretty much are playing whatever's in their cat in their catalog or in their libraries on their phone. So, so it yeah. sounds like like Microsoft isn't even worried about their hardware, which is what what it should have been from the, the get go. They kind of already had the hardware market cornered from a PC standpoint. Sony's mm-hmm. not even in that game. Mm-hmm. So they already got that. Then to just take that and say, hey, you know what? We're going to work with Sony and we're going to develop this Game Pass system and make it available on the PlayStation, Sony's top-selling console. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins. You're a PC gamer. You get all the Sony shit. You're a PlayStation gamer. You get all the PC shit. Everybody can play everything, and they can do it together with the better online user experience. I just it doesn't make sense to me. I I refuse to believe that people who are in higher positions of power than I am, and smarter than I am, and more accomplished than I am, and harder workers than I am, with more resources than I have don't also think about this shit and come to the no thing. they definitely do they made that deal sony made the deal with microsoft for the for the you know with the cloud i i don't think it's a matter of not thinking of it i think that all of these companies got so caught up in what they were doing and trying and trying to make it into you know one up one upping the other that they didn't want to do that i mean look at so all of all of uh most of 2019 and 2020 it took sony forever to get into a cross-platform with certain of their games like rocket league and fortnite and things like that they just did not want to pull the trigger you know whereas nintendo and microsoft were like all right you know might as well you know and i you know I, i just i don't think that any of them we're really looking at this online thing is anything that they needed to do because online play is online play. And I think looking at it from the streaming standpoint or from the download standpoint with games for service, kind of like a Netflix catalog for gaming, I think that was left on the table. And and Microsoft is now trying to clean up with that. And I think that's a really good strategy. You know, it's 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 $14.99 a month, but you're getting the entire... Microsoft catalog and Xbox catalog. You're getting EA games, which are thrown in there also. There's the potential for Ubisoft games if that comes to if that comes to be. And so many other games. They got Bethesda also. Like there is so many games available through this service that it almost feels like $14.99 is like a not a like a like we're paying it, but it could be more. Right. Yeah, see, I'm and- looking and there are talks of adding a free download of Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> so, I mean, you cannot lose. See, so I'm looking, I'm trying to look at the library here. Okay, so I'm looking at the, the Game Pass library. Mm-hmm. And they do have a separate, they have separate libraries listed for console and PC, but I right. don't know if they're the same or not. I, can, I can't access the console um, games on my computer. You can or you can't. I cannot. So okay. I think uh, they if, if, there might sure. be there might be a plan to merge it where you can play both on PC, but I don't think that's in existence right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I know there was also talks of bringing the 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 Game Pass to the Switch too. Right. Um, in some sort of limited capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't think you know um you would have access to everything, just you know select titles. But I know there was lots of lots of talk of that uh, last year. Hmm. And I think that would be awesome too. That would be a big win for Nintendo because the the Switch, Definitely. the Switch has it did great last year. We talked about you know the sales, and um, I, if you put it on that device, especially with the talks and and it's just rumored they've not announced it of a pro system coming out for, yes. um, for Nintendo Switch, then yeah, that that could be a fucking that could be a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it um, doesn't look like. It doesn't look like they're the same libraries for the PC and the console. Right. So so maybe they're not and undermining here's, here's, here's the other thing that I didn't realize, or maybe I did and I overlooked. They have this, um, 
a quest program with Game Pass, right? So if you log into the Game Pass app on your phone, you complete that quest for the day and you get to do that every day and you get five points for that. And then if you download any Game Pass game, you get 10 points for that. And then they have weekly challenges where if you play five games or get five achievements or whatever, you get a certain amount of points for that. And as you turn these points in and they build up, you can then redeem these points for prizes. And one of the prizes are Xbox <laughs> currency. Wonder Woman 1984? It's definitely wow. not Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> what about Little Plastic Army Men? No, no little plastic army men either. But I had I didn't I had enough points to get two ten dollar Xbox gift cards. So now I have twenty dollars worth of Xbox credit to use on whatever the fuck I want. So you know there's an incentive to get money to put towards shit, so you don't have to pay for the whole thing either. I thought that was pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, I'm like. This is very cool. I'm looking at the Game Pass, mm -hmm. and this is absolutely something I would have if I had a gaming PC of any sort. Right. Because I'm I'm guessing I can't run these games on my laptop. I mean, my laptop is new, mm -hmm. but still, I don't have you know a powerful video card in here. I don't know how I'm running No Man's Sky or something mm -hmm. like that. But I wonder if I don't really know the tech technology well enough to know like can i stream that stuff yeah. if my hardware isn't strong enough can i still stream it if i mean if your hardware is not strong enough you can stream it and it might look like shit but if mm. you have like the, the the laptop i have is a gaming laptop so i can stream from here but i've never tried to see what it looks like i've only streamed from my console and it looks okay um and you know, and I'm I'm working on putting a few things together because I would like to do streams also. I just that's gonna be a that's gonna be a slow progression for this guy, <laughs> right? Um, but you can you can actually you can actually stream your console through, um, through the app on your computer. Right, that's what it says. It says you need the Xbox app. Right. So I'm wondering if you can stream anything. Xbox playable games. Yes. Not any game, but any game that they're offering, regardless of of your hardware. Because I oh here it is. Okay, so look, system requirements. Let me see. Operating system Windows 10, processor Intel Core i5, mm -hmm. GPU Nvidia GTX 1050. I wonder if they have a you know like a can I run it type thing. Um, I don't know if they do because I, I have to be honest, I haven't looked. And whenever I run Game Pass, I run it from my console. I don't run it from my PC or from my right. laptop. Right. But I mean, for the it, Great. like I said, it sounds like a lot when you say fourteen ninety nine a month. But what you're getting for that fourteen ninety nine a month, it's is no, it's a good value. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah. You know, like you, you Bob just played um Fallen Order through the through the EA service. But yeah. If you had the Xbox, if you had an Xbox and had the Xbox service, you can play all of that shit. Right. Right. And then you were and you were telling me, too, that, you know, the Streets of Rage 4 was on that. And that's, you know, that's something I'm still looking to pick up. And, you know, right. I could have played that for free. So, I mean, there's an, a ton more. So, I mean, yeah, like I was saying, that's one thing, you know, that I, I think Microsoft did uh, hit a home run with that. And one thing, you know, I feel like a little bit missing out on, you know, not having, you know, that Xbox. Right. Um, so right. I did find, by the way, yeah. you ever hear of that website? Can you run it? Yes. Or, sorry, it's not a website. Can't, well, it, it's a system requirements. System, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, the program is called detection and it says, can you run it? They do have one for the game pass. So I am, I'm, I'm guessing I'm not able to play shit on this laptop. Cause like I said, it's a newer laptop, but it's not a gaming laptop. So I'm, I'm assuming that, no, I cannot. However, I am going to to check anyway because I, that would be awesome. Because then I would have basically access to a lot of the Microsoft stuff. Right. With, I mean, there's no chance I'm going out and buying a Series X. Well, not, but, after, not after you paid for two PS5s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, no, I agree. Well, so what it does is, 
it breaks it down by game. Holy shit. Yeah. No, but when you run this, this detection program and it comes back, it breaks down every single game. I think that's it. Oh, what the I, requirements for those games are. Yeah. Yeah. Every, like I'm looking at this list. I ran this program and it says minimum requirements for Abzu. No good. Minimum requirements for Ark. No good. Minimum oh. requirements for Astroneer. No good. Battle Chasers. No good. I mean, I can't run any of this shit with this laptop. No, that's not true. I could play Cluster Truck. I could... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a Cluster Truck, all right. Yeah. In your ass. <laughs> 2019. Oh, I can play Hotline Miami. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I could play Into the Breach, Neon Chrome, Old Man's Journey. Well, I think you're living that. And Pony <laughs> Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, this is pretty cool that it breaks it down by the game. Yeah. And there's there's some other shit I can play. I mean, nothing that is <laughs> that has <laughs> graphics. Yeah, no no yeah, of course. Well, but, I mean, they've got a lot of games on there that I think you would enjoy. Mhm. Yeah, <laughs> but that's pretty cool. That that is definitely a, a a pretty cool ability to be able to i mean if i wanted to play something like that i would have looked into it before buying this laptop and just gotten a laptop that had a slightly better video card right but anyway for anybody that's interested you can go to this website here it is called derricksonasshole.com because i just closed it (laughs) 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 here it is called systemrequirementslab.com and download this detection program which will tell you if your PC for the Xbox Game Pass you obviously have to type that in and it will come up it will tell you which games you can and cannot play on your laptop PC for the Xbox excuse me for the Xbox Game Pass so so pretty cool it's of course it's free it doesn't cost you a thing and that's that all right. All right. And if if you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, I recommend you give that a shot too because it's it's a really good fucking service. Is it like a buck for the first month or something? They were running that promotion. I don't know. I haven't seen it advertised, but I'm sure still, I'm sure you can find it. It's still there when I went to the website. Oh, it, went, it was on the website. So there you go. Yeah. First month for a dollar, and if you don't like it, then you're done for a dollar. You can't beat that. All right, well, this would be a good time to remind everyone that this level of oil up in your geek is brought to you by The High Heeled Gamer, the owner of the nerve. You can catch her on the website at thehighheeledgamer.com or live on The Breakdown every Wednesday at 6 p.m. on Facebook. Boom. What's a breakdown? <laughs> it's a broad look at all things comics, heroes, and villain-related news. Interviews of actors, writers, and artists of your favorite comic book paraphernalia. And, and, as I hit my mic, there's more. Don't break your mic. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I need to break another one. <laughs> you can also catch uh, myself, the High Heeled Gamer, and Split Lager on the High Heeled Gamer's Facebook gaming stream. Just go to our Facebook account at the High Heeled Gamer. We've been rocking some fucking Division 2, Grand Theft Auto, a whole bunch of different games. Um, you can come hear some ball busting and lots of video game playing. Double boom. I'm done. True that, true that, true that, true that, true that. Every other week, true that, true that, true that, true that, true that. I don't open your geek. True that, true that, true that, true that, true that. You can eat a deek. True that, true that, true that, true that, true that. Yeah. Don't right, hold, don't hold that note like that anymore. Fuck you. No, no, keep doing it. <laughs> Definitely keep doing it. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so today's True Dat's a little bit different. We'll keep the format that we usually use for the first question, but I, I changed it up a little bit for the other two. All right. You don't have to like it, but you have to learn to live with it. So, True Dat or not True Dat? From a geek's perspective, you are excited for what 2021 will bring. True that. I I say a big true that. Um, you know, we've got the announcement, like we spoke of, of an open world Star Wars game by Ubisoft. Bethesda also announced an original Indiana Jones game. Um, 
there, there's a bunch of other announcements that are eluding me right now. I, I just read today that uh, Chris Evans is coming back to Marvel Universe to play Captain America at some capacity yeah. again. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. You got all the Disney Plus stuff coming, the Star Wars stuff. Like this... Yeah. After, To be honest with you, anything is better after 2020. So, yes. <laughs> true that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to 2021. True that. <laughs> right. I mean, it, there, there is, it can only be a true that. I mean, right. And, and Lou, I think, hit the nail on the head. There's, you know, we, we just have these new consoles. So, there's going to be all the, the new, you know, games that are going to be coming out for these new systems to get right. excited for. We have all the, you know, the new Marvel shows that are going to be on Disney plus all the new star Wars shows is on Disney plus plus don't forget. There was, there's a lot of movies and stuff that were supposed to come out last year that, you know, they're still on hold, you know, they're just waiting. So all that to look forward to. So I mean, it's a 100% true that. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't even think my negativity can bring this down from anything but a true that. There are the new yeah. consoles. There are a lot of shows coming out. There are movies coming out. There's just a ton of shit, whether it's because of the pandemic last mm -hmm. year or stuff that was just originally scheduled to come out this year because of the new console drops. I think it's a, a very clear and unanimous true. And who yeah. knows? Maybe as the weather starts to get colder and it snows and, you know, my driveway gets icy, you guys can come over and record again and slip down <laughs> my driveway. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to breaking my back on on, uh, on Lou's icy walkway. <laughs> All right, so here's where we're going to change it up a little bit. These aren't true dats or not true dats necessarily, but they're a fill in the blank. So right. it hasn't been announced yet, but I hope to hear whispers of blank this year. I hope to hear whispers of... Hmm... I hope to hear whispers of a Mandalorian video game. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, I'm hoping to hear confirmation of the undoing of the sequel trilogy in Star Wars. <laughs> that's what I want to see. The complete dismantling of the sequel trilogy. You know, that, that might be a thing. I read an article. Yes, yes, the video. Did you watch that video I sent you? Oh no, I didn't see the video, but I read an article it. about it. I gotta watch the video. Okay. It might. It might be. It might be similar to to the article you read, but it, what was proposed mm -hmm. is very probable, and and it seems like it's already taken place. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna give you two answers here, and thankfully neither one has anything to do with Star Wars. We, I've talked about both of these before, and I'm going to keep beating the drum. I want a remaster collection, Legacy of Cain, or I will settle for a remaster of the original Parasite Eve. One or the other. And you I'll get I, I like I like where your head is at. I like where your head is at, but the most you're going to get is the uh, Super Trilogy of Ma Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, Mandalorian video game. No, you'll get you'll get the Mass Effect trilogy. That's what you're gonna get. That's you will awesome. get a boxed collector's edition 4K of Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> I, and, and on a side on a side note, I'm actually looking forward to that Mass Effect collection in March. You're the one. Oh, I'm not. It's not just one. There's many of me. And I want this from a geek's standpoint. Don't tell me you want to lose weight. Don't tell me you want to be nicer to your kids. I don't want to hear about your job aspirations. None of that shit. Mm -hmm. From a geek's perspective, my geeky goal for 2021 is. Hmm. My geeky goal for 2021 is to intake more Star Wars stuff. No, <laughs> no not Google. <laughs> <laughs> Is to, is to let me let me let me switch it up, you freak. Is to read more Star Wars material. There's a lot. I've been doing a little bit of of research on just Star Wars books and comics, and I didn't realize um, how expanded some of these author, uh, uh, authors and and artists and shit did all kind of stuff. So I want to. Um, I really want to get my hands on on some more Star Wars stuff. The the way that Disney Plus handled their shit. Um, with the Mandalorian has really put Star Wars back in my hands, and um, I think I, I think I want to do more with that. 
Well, I think for me is to, you know, uh, try to try to get to some more games that I've been meaning to get to. Um, you know, there was a, my backlog is, you know, legendary, and but there are some key titles <laughs> that I, that I want to get to. So I'm gonna try to focus on, you know, playing some of those better games that I missed. So. I'm going to cheat a little bit, break my own rule, and just say, and I've already started doing it, integrate my kids more into my gaming. Play more games with them, share more experiences with them, and focus less on what I want out of my gaming compared to what they want or need out of their experience. That's good. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And that's all i got all right well as we bring this level of all up in your geek to a close we just want to let you know that this coming week by the time you are hearing this episode actually later in the evening as you're hearing this episode um the three of us will be uh conducting our first interview or we will be interviewed for the first time on the bravery up podcast uh we'll post more about that as we get close to it. Um, and with that, oh, dude, it's fucking four days away. Yeah, I know, but they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> By the time they hear this, the interview will have already happened. Uh, no, because we release on Monday and the interview is on okay, Monday. Right. It'll so it'll be, be happening. That- it'll be happening that day, which means they have, it probably already happened because most people do not listen on, on the, the first, fir- on the first day. Correct. <laughs> And with that, you have reached the end of this level of All Up In Your Geek. Remember to keep those emails coming to allupinyourgeek at gmail.com. Follow us on all forms of social media at All Up In Your Geek. And in closing, geek up. (laughs) 